Hello and welcome to the Live and Love Like Jesus podcast. My name is Andy Tier, and each week here on this podcast, we explore what it truly means to live and love like Jesus. We do this as we follow his example of being with God, being with others, and being sent. Now, just a little over a week ago, I had the pleasure of meeting Arrow Jew. He's a musical artist, a rapper from right here in the Evansville area. And Arrow Jew is gonna be taking part in the upcoming Unity concert here at Crossroads on the 20th of February. In this episode of the podcast, we're gonna listen in on an interview that we recorded between Arrow Jew and his friend, Pastor Jeremy Taylor. Now, Jeremy is a pastor of Level Up Church here in Evansville, Indiana. During this interview, in addition to learning about Eriju's inspiration and aspirations, we'll learn a little bit about his personal experiences growing up here in the Evansville area. And we'll also have a chance to learn a bit about his creative process and about hip hop culture and music as a whole. We'll even hear a few short clips of Eriju's music. I'm confident that as you listen to this interview, you will be struck by how God has been at work in and through Aerojew's life as he grows in living and loving like Jesus. All right. Um, First thing I want to talk about with you, Julian, is when I met you, I only knew you as Juju. (laughs) You know how we do in our culture. We have nicknames for everybody. So even though your name is Julian, it Mm -hmm. automatically goes to Juju. Mm -hmm. Then I found out your last name was Washington. But um, in the midst of that, I get to know you a little bit better. And you begin to talk about this journey you want to go on as far as your music. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have an MC name that I would like for you to let everybody know what your name is and how you came up with that name. (laughs) Okay, well... um like you said, my real name is Julian Washington, mm-hmm. but my MC name is Arrow Jew. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I picked that is because I used to make music like when I was probably like 19, you know, okay. probably about, what's that, eight years ago. <laughs> so I, I used to make music back then. And like um, the music I used to make, uh, it wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't necessarily what I needed to make. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it didn't feel good to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, my name back then was Aristotle, okay. Aristotle. So it was like, of course, you know, we'll play on the words of Aristotle, the philosopher. And mm-hmm. but I said Aero because, you know, I always thought, thought of myself like, thought of myself highly. And, you know, I thought of myself, you know, back then it was like, oh, I want to be, you know, I was fly. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know what I'm saying? I was young. So that's, that's why the whole Aero came in. Mm-hmm. So then... I, I I was making music then, probably like a year, and then like some told me just stop. You know what I'm saying? You you know you you. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not the music you're supposed to make. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Was, I ain't gonna say it was like a dead period, but it was more like a a germination period. Okay. So I was just going through, like you know, going through life, just living life and stuff. Then all of a sudden it hit me. It was like, your name should be Eroju. Drew mm-hmm. because that's that's me. Mm-hmm. That's that's the real me. Like that's yeah. the that's the real part of me. That's my actual name. And then uh, Arrow still though, mm-hmm. because it's like don't forget where you came from. Yeah. So I'm just like, uh, okay, all right, Arrow you then. Yeah. All right. So then like that came along, and then um, one day I was just like, let me listen to a beat. You know, Cause I used to listen to beats on YouTube all the time back then, and like I would always you know write stuff out, write 
different verses or freestyles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like now I was like, let me see if I can still do it, you know, just, yeah. just to see. And then I did. Well, I heard one beat and I wrote something to it. And I was like, let me hear it. Let me listen to another one. And then yeah. I did it again. And then yeah, after that, it just started, you know what I'm saying? Everything just started coming back. But it was yeah. like on a different level, though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the same level as I was back then. Like this time, you know, my head's right. And, you know, my spirit is more at peace than it was back then. And so, like, now it was, like, a whole totally different, you know, different lyrics, different flows, different mm-hmm. just everything about it. And, like, I just kept, I just fell in love with it. You know, mm-hmm. I just started falling more and more in love with it. So Okay. So I'm hearing that there was a piece of the penmanship that started the process. And then there was, like, a pause mm-hmm. in between that penmanship that you found. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about the Bible, I think about uh people that God had kind of set them off to the side while he helped develop them. And then when they come back, uh, they have purpose. Um, they have the right inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of have got an idea of what God has destined for them. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds mm-hmm. like before you're Aristotle, you were like your own personal yeah. uh, philosopher. Then you drop your philosophies mm-hmm. and then it eases into something that's more gospel, more inspiring for the inner man of individuals mm-hmm. and to help them, um, you know, kind of find their voice as well. Because one thing about hip hop is that it has historically uh, been a platform for inner city individuals who have no voice to actually speak out on things that they deal with on a day to day basis and help the general public understand mm-hmm. these are the issues that we face. And the only way we can release some of this pressure is if we speak out behind a microphone in a booth with a beat mm-hmm. and then we do it in a creative way. And um, so a lot of people, when you say freestyle, they may not know what you mean by that in terms of freestyle on a piece of paper versus freestyling in a beat mm-hmm. um, or to a beat rather, uh, because there are different levels of freestyles. It is. Um, so if you could maybe hit on what you meant. Now, I know before our audience, <laughs> they might need a little bit more context whenever you say I was writing and it was like freestyle. What do you mean by that? So, okay. The freestyle that everyone knows and everyone's familiar with is like people going off the top of the head, you know, mm-hmm. just saying saying stuff, you mm-hmm. know, just right then and there off top. I'm very, very bad at that because that's when I started <laughs> slipping into things that, you know, I'm not supposed to be talking about. You know, I ain't going to say not talk about, but like things I'm not supposed to be thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's easy for me to slip back into that mindset when I'm Cause it's your, it's, your, it's your mental, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a human brain that you're flowing out of, you know. Okay. So you're gonna start talking about human things, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not really godly things. So when I say freestyle, like I made this one song one time. It's called Green Thumb, and I call it a pen style mm-hmm. instead of a freestyle. Cause it's like I'm still flowing. Mm-hmm. It's flowing off the top of my head, but I'm writing it down. There you go. Yeah. So I'm like bringing it to life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm bringing yeah. it more and more to life. Like it's yeah. more permanent mm-hmm. and it's more solid than you know, just like off the top of the head. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, thought does come into it, mm-hmm. but it's not as much thought as like if I was to write a song. Definitely. So like you know what I'm saying, or yeah. like you know, I have this type of you know, I have a chorus hook bridge mm-hmm. right here adlibs right here it's not like that it's more so like writing a poem yeah you know what i mean so definitely that that's 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 that's, that's my the main difference yeah, yeah yeah so that's like that's my version 
a freestyle. And I, I like calling it pen style. Mm-hmm. So either way. Okay. So we can use pen style, freestyle interchangeably. Depends on what culture you're in or whatever. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've dealt with artists who have said to me, I have writer's block. And I try to tell them, go to pen and pad and just write. Yeah. Like, yep. because what that does is that keeps your creativity going. And you might actually be able to cipher through some of it when you read and say, man, that was a nice line. And that might be your springboard or your concept that you go off of. Mm-hmm. So for our listeners who are going to hear this, um, there is power in the pen style or freestyle, mm-hmm. um, as well as the actual freestyle. Um, freestyling where you're saying what comes off the top of your mind, uh, that does take a different type of skill level. Mm-hmm. I believe um, Jay-Z, they call him Hove because he doesn't write his lyrics. He actually was on a train traveling to New York. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I don't have paper, so I have to remember this. <laughs> yeah. And so as a kid, yeah. because I'm out of what I need, mm-hmm. I still have to push through and work on my freestyle. Mm-hmm. And so then he gets older, he's just great at it. And so um, I think um, there's something to that, not having everything you need, but you still have something that you know God has placed in you. Mm-hmm. And so how does that come into play with your music? Okay. Because a lot of times we don't have everything we need. Right. Um, like when you came to me, you didn't have a microphone. You didn't have um, anything that could go right into a laptop. You had none of that, those things, yeah. but you did have a pen. So you went through that. So how does that work here in Evansville as well? How it all started. I bought a laptop, you know. So on this laptop, it has a voice recorder thing on there. Now, I knew I was never going to release any of these recordings off that laptop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, put it on. I wasn't going to let nobody listen to them because, you know, obviously the quality isn't there. Mm-hmm. But it was just the fact that I, I wanted to hear myself on that beat, see if it sounded right or see, mm-hmm. you know, what I needed to change, how my voice sounded on there. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, uh, I was just using what, what I had. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was just using what I had. So it was just, it just gave me, it just helped me build my confidence too because it was like, you know, felt, you know it felt good. So yeah. it was like, that's what's up, you know? So a lot of artists uh, go through a process where they're mimickers, but they have to work towards finding their voice. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't really find your voice until you hear your voice. Like you said, on the laptop that I had at first, I knew I would never release this, but I was at least listening to my voice. Mm-hmm. So what process did you go through uh, as far as, okay, I have pen and pad, I have music. Now I'm in the booth and now I can actually hear my voice. What was your, how did you feel about that? Did it make you want to do more music? Because man, I actually can hear myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know that's a part of it as well. It was, um, yeah, because I, like I said, in the beginning, like, when I first started back writing again, it was all very new to me again. Well, it was, I felt that newness again. So it was like, oh, okay, cool. But I never really had, like, well, when I first started, I didn't, my confidence in my voice wasn't all that up there mm-hmm. before I started writing again. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, you know, I don't know if I could sound good on the mic or, you know, make a song or but then once I heard it, I yeah. was like, okay, it's not actually that bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it could get better, of course, but it's not bad at all. Like, it's listenable. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you can listen to it. So, yeah. um, just with that, and then I just started, like, like I have, I have certain, you know, type of influences with my music, too, to where it was, like, in the beginning, I would, be, I would catch myself, you know, flowing like this person mm-hmm. or, like, yeah. 
you know easy to do yeah yeah because yeah, it was easy to it do it was easy but then yeah. like I, I i told myself i was like i gotta you know okay that's the foundation you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. your, your inspiration is, is your foundation mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you got to build off of that though you can't just you know i don't want to be one of those artists that's just stuck rapping like another person you know definitely like i want to actually have my like own all the mumble rappers we hear on the radio yeah yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> like how everybody you know raps like Okay, future. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody rep like him. You know, it's a whole, like it's a whole little pie. Genre, of, yeah, yeah of rappers mm-hmm. that rap just like him. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Or me. You know, just these random artists. You know what yeah. I'm saying. So it's just, I just wanted to kind of like break away from that, but I also know that's that's a starting point. You know what I'm saying. Definitely. But it's not the end point. So I just you yeah. know I just wanted to kind of break away from that and try to find my own flow. Find, find my own cadences, ad libs, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and yeah, it just gave me more confidence. And the more and more that I heard it, and you know, the more I just kept messing with my flow, tweaking it, and mm-hmm. you know, oh, I want to do this song like this. And see, well, an- another thing, I don't really try to keep the same flow. Like, like some artists, they have their flow, and you know, that's their flow. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's the flow. But see, with me. Like, I have a flow, but then I have this flow, and then I have this flow. Mm-hmm. And you hear them on different songs, and it's like, okay, this ain't same. Same artist, but different sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, really, you can't be pigeonholed into a style because you have different styles that you bring throughout your music. Yes, exactly. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> so, with that, we can segue into, because um, this is all preparedness for the Unity concert. So mm-hmm. you have tracks that you're going to be or music that you're going to be performing uh, at Crossroads yes. um, here in Evansville, Indiana mm-hmm. on the 20th. 20. See that plug? I did that real smooth. Didn't I? That was like real smooth. <laughs> I've done this. But anyway, so you have that taking place on the 20th yes, at 5 indeed. o'clock. And so you're going to be in the building. And so what songs are you going to perform? Because I believe you have a 15-minute time slot. So for yeah. those 15 minutes, what are the, what are the songs you're going to perform? And then... We'll try to extract from there. Okay. Okay. So I, I have three songs that are three, maybe four, mm-hmm. maybe four. It just depends on how long the third one goes. But um, definitely three for sure. Uh, um, first one's called Self Drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one is called Shield. Another song called Focused. And then I might end up doing uh, Green Thumb before okay. it's all said and done. But I'll probably do that acapella. Now, I've heard you say Green Thumb a couple of times, so let's yeah. deal with the song Green Thumb. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, okay. what is it about this Green okay. Thumb that okay. I keep hearing about? Well, okay, I grew up, I'm growing up, my dad, he's a uh, he's a gardener, so he knows ah. he knows how to, you know, grow plants, okay. and he's, he's real good in, the, you know, doing stuff. Like, right now, he's growing tomatoes and lettuce in the basement right now. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Like he has, a, he, he has a green thumb. He can uh, grow plants. Okay. And so that's like, when I made that song though, it was more so I seen myself as a plant, you know, mm. you know, and like guy, he's, you know, he's working on me. He's trying mm. to get me to grow. Yeah. So he's applying the green thumb on me. Okay. So then like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of noticing what it is, you know, mm. I'm noticing things that he's doing for me, doing to me, the changes I'm going through, the, mm. you know, challenges I got to go through, you know, because every seed has to go through a challenge yeah. before it even, you know, before it grows, you know what I'm saying? Got to so, get through the dirt. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
They ain't got to get through the cold season, too, you, go. you know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to be, be able to withstand the cold season and all type mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's like, I never lose sight of him, you know, still working on me, yeah. you know, still taking care of me, basically. Yeah. You know, as you would care for a plant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's just it's just one of those songs where it's just like I'm acknowledging what he's doing doing for me. Eyes gleaming with beauty of it all. Can't lie, scrape my knee a couple times when I fall. Talk to me, fell. Oh well, about to bring these demons hell. Really heaven either way. Love still gon' prevail. Let that simmer. Let that let that Okay. I have, that reminded me of I was actually listening to this earlier. It's a artist that I enjoy named Ambassador, and his real name is William Branch. And in the song, he says, he's a true vine and I'm the William Branch. So that made me think of even that (laughs) whole, Mm -hmm. he's working, he's pruning, Mm -hmm. he's getting stuff off of me. And I'm just going through this process where he's working on me. So I like Green Thumb. What's another song you had? Uh, Green Thumb. Self-Drive. Self-Drive. What's up with Self-Drive? Now, Self-Drive is one of those songs. It's like a... It's like an inspiration song because when you go in, like when you do something, do it big. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like when you when you touch down in whatever area in life you're doing, yeah. make sure you leave your imprint. Leave your, yeah. yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted, I made it to, to where it's relatable to everybody who listens to it. Yeah. So in like the respective fields, I don't care what you do, whether you a, you know, a business mogul or you mm-hmm. a, you know, a trash man or, you know, a yeah. janitor or cafeteria i don't care what you are you know what i'm saying it's just like whatever you're doing make sure that you do it to the fullest Mm -hmm. you know make sure you just keep your head you know (laughs) so 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 biblically speaking that would be doing all things as unto the lord and i like how you said when you hit that water make a wave that's what they would call metaphors for those of you that really don't know music like that it's a metaphor to say hey when you touch down leave your mark there's there's various ways that we communicate in the hip-hop community and i think there's almost like a breakdown in understanding depending on the culture that you're in if you don't listen to hip-hop you're not going to catch a lot of what's said just because that's a different genre mm. before the hip-hop heads we're like ah yeah i love that i like that <laughs> it's like your face lit up when i said the william branch you was like hmm, that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so it, it's I'm a certain right love there. for the artistry so yeah. we got self-drive which you said is self-motivated or motivational for you but i think it, to give some context it works like that because there is a circle of influence that we all have, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, there's things that I go into in in my life and I go through. And when I go in those rooms, it's other people that can connect with me based upon commonality. Mm-hmm. And so there are going to be people that are drawn to your music and self-drive because, oh, man, I've been through that too. Mm-hmm. Which is why you can read about different biblical characters in the Bible. And you can say, hey... I can relate to David in this season. Exactly. I'm like, Lord, it's Mm -hmm. me. I've sinned against you only. Mm -hmm. Please forgive me. Like, that's a very selfish way Mm -hmm. to look at it, but it's crying out to God. So I love that self-drive, but I want you to be encouraged because there's other people that are going through what you've gone through and some that might go into it, right? And if I've listened to your music, it's kind of prepared me for what I'm about to face. Because it's like three phases. Either I'm going in, I'm in it, or I'm coming out. Yep. What you about to say? What's, what's funny is that I actually made that song because at the time when I made that song, I was homeless, right? 
Like I was Now we're getting to the meat people <laughs> We're getting to the meat now <laughs> I was like outside homeless Like mm-hmm. literally homeless You know what I'm saying So it was like It was one of those things Where I just had to keep telling myself Like Okay this ain't gonna last forever man Like You just gotta keep your head down man And just keep pushing bro mm-hmm. Like Just find something bro So you just gotta keep moving Cause if you just stay stagnant When you in that position mm-hmm. You ain't never gonna get out that position mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying yeah. So it's like that's why people always be like, why do homeless people, they be walking all across town and stuff like that. It's like, because, you know, I, I at moving. least, yeah, at least the ones I've seen, they always be like, man, I just got to keep going, man, because yeah. something's going to happen. Something's got to yeah. give at some point. So it's just like, I made that song and that was another thing that ha- kind of helped me keep my mental good too, like throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Like I could have easily lost it and just was like, oh, I'm about to go rob this store or yeah. I'm about to go do something over here or yeah. do some other, you know, stuff like that, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's not going to get me nowhere, but the wrong way, yeah. you know what I mean? So it just kept me on, kept me focused and just yeah. kept me right. So Steve Harvey was homeless. Yeah. Tyler Perry was homeless. So it's people out there that literally were living in their cars, had nothing, yeah. but now they're <laughs> household names, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's something to what God births while you're in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick on David again because David was in a dark place, yep. which is why he said, I was glad when they said unto me, I can go to the house of the Lord. He's like, man, I have not been to worship <laughs> in years because people were trying to kill me. I was living in caves. I was in the woods. It was really mm-hmm. some backyard stuff that was going on in my life. Um, you know, and, and even Moses, he's on the backside of a mountain. He's not supposed to be there. He's ran away from home. People mm. trying to kill him. And all of a sudden, yeah. what's that on fire over there? Like what's being <laughs> consumed? You know, I mean, what's burning, but not being consumed. Yeah, I got to yeah. go check this out. Right. <laughs> and so seeing how God works in the midst of a very dark place, but you find light in the sparking of a pen. Mm-hmm. And then you write self-drive to keep your head up, as Tupac would say. Yeah. And so now this is working for me. And now I can look, let's say, what, three, four years later, and I'm in a studio yeah. at Crossroads exactly. doing an interview because of what he started when I was on a, I don't know where you were at at that time. Maybe it was at the river where I saw you. <laughs> no, no, gazebo yeah. uh, in Goose Town yeah. and at the church on Washington behind the, like, it was crazy, man. It was, yeah. it was a crazy time, but. I love As, the context of self-drive. Yeah. Because I think all of us right here in in on the globe in Earth, we're yeah. all homeless, like like, right? Because the Bible says that this is not Earth is really not my home. Yeah, exactly. I have a heavenly home that I'm actually aspiring to get to. Mm-hmm. So all of us really have been homeless to an extent. Mm-hmm. So we got green thumb, self-drive. What's the next one? Uh focus. Focus. I focus. like that one. So what's focus about? Now that one I had recently wrote it was probably like three or four months ago i wrote that song mm-hmm. and um when i wrote that song it was mainly because like i already started getting traction with the music i've been making like i've like that i've been performing and stuff and all that so i've been getting a little traction and you know people have been saying oh that's you know that's nice or you know people be like oh you keep doing that you know mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. song focus was mainly for me to just be like stay focused like yeah. don't don't let this little slight success that you have knock you off your you know knock you off and make you think oh I'm you know I'm good now like oh everybody you know yeah I'm good I don't have to do nothing else because like I'm never really satisfied to be honest with you like especially with this music stuff I'm not satisfied because like it's always new levels that I see you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or like that I feel mm-hmm. or it's always something new that's happening in my life where it's like oh I gotta write that down or like I gotta talk about that so it's like 
I always look for inspiration in everything too. So it's just like, you just got to stay focused. You just got to yeah. pay attention to life, you know, cause it's, it's easy for everybody to pay attention to the bad things in life and the bad stuff, you know, those always get magnified and everything. So it's like, but also pay attention to the good things or pay attention to the times when nothing's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, pay attention, especially during those times. Cause that's when things, that's when the signs really pop up when nothing's happening. That's when you can really tell, okay, I could go down this path or I go down this path. So, you know, which one am I going to take? Yeah, so it's like, it's usually whichever one you take, that's when the good stuff happens or that's when the bad stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you just got to pay attention. Like in life, in, in the dead periods, you think that are dead, but they're not really dead. It's just transition periods. But See, don't always feel the need to please your fleshly greed. See, let them bless you. So you can bless too. And when he do, you got to stay focused. Yeah. Better not be bogus. Spit true from your vocals. Come on. Got to stay focused. One more time. Got to stay focused. Perspective is is everything. I'm, I'm reminded when a guy said, look at the dry bones, right? And, mm. and what he saw was dry bones, but God saw something I can work with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can always get the meat put back on the bones, but it's all about your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think about in Romans when it says all things work together for the good. Yes. So this seems like a bad situation, but if I have the right perspective, I think pastors are really good at this. Mm-hmm. You hear some of their illustrations and analogies while they're preaching mm-hmm. and it starts off with a bad story, but then it's <laughs> like, I tied that all up and look how God ultimately worked. And so I think all of us can learn from focus to make sure that we keep our focus, even though it seems like nothing is going on. That seems when God is at work the most. Mm-hmm. So we have green, green thumb, self-drive, focus, and then what's this possible last song if we can squeeze it in? Shield. 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 All right. Well, I think green thumb is going to be the possible. That's the okay. one. So I'm going to do shield, self-drive, and focus for okay. sure. All right. So green thumb may be the possible, you know, I might do that acapella because it sounds... I feel like it sounds good acapella too. Okay. I could do the beat, but I don't know. I might just want to do it acapella. Yeah. I don't so, know. We'll see the day of, but. So Shield. Shield. Now that one, that's 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 probably, that's like one of my favorite songs I've ever I written. I can tell looking at your face. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one right there. That's the one, probably one of my favorite songs. Okay. Top two for sure. Okay. Like I said, I wrote that a little bit after I was homeless. I had, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I had got an apartment by then. Okay. But uh, still, it was like, I still had to go places. I still had to go to work. Mm-hmm. I made that song in the winter of 2021. No, okay. 2020. 2020. Okay. So I made that in the winter then because that's when I had got my apartment. And that's when like it was this bad ice storm happened then. It was like literally raining ice. It was freezing rain. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so like, you know what I'm saying? It was snowing that year and everything. So. But Shield, it was like one of those things where it's just like I'm actually asking God to, you know, just protect me, you know, that you my protection, mm-hmm. you know, as I move through this life, as I move through the world, you know, just just protect me. Running on my tippy toes, round and round do the world go, out here trying to get this dough, Lord don't let them take my soul, protect me. I need to be, I want you protect me, I 
I need to be. I want you. I love that. I like that because, you know, um, when you look and read throughout the Bible, God is always like a shield. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about hide me under the wing of the most high, like all these. And, and I, I use David because he was writing poetry. Yeah. Uh, let me be clear. Like when you read some of his songs, it was very poetic. It was music. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, certain stanzas in the Bible, you can actually get that vein of, and, and in Psalms you see, I mean, the book of Psalms, what does that really That's mean? You know, Straight <laughs> poems. <laughs> so um, for people that say, there was a time when they used to say, you know, God can't use hip hop music. I'm happy we're past that that time. Yeah, I, I was one of those where I was going through like, man, you know, I'm getting rejected <laughs> in churches because they said that's not what God's in. This is the yeah. stomp era. I'm, I'm telling my age now. I don't look it, but I was I was around in that time. <laughs> and so now that you're here and we have songs like Green Thumb and uh, Self Drive, Focus and Shield, we're going to get to hear these songs. And I'm going to say this and then I guess we can kind of wrap it up. Um, there's a guy by the name of Fanatic. And he said, the album is the B-side. But mm-hmm. if you really want to get it, you got to see me live. Yeah. Because that's just every like. day how I live. <laughs> I feel and like, he actually yeah. is saying, I'm going in to present you with the gospel. I use this as the hook to get you to follow me. But when you see me live, mm-hmm. that's when you're really going to see God in me. And I can't wait to talk to you to share the faith. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good that we're going to have this unity concert because we're going to see different genres of music. We're going to see people within the community come together and celebrate. Um, and and I'm looking forward to what you have to offer on the 20th of this month, because I think it's going to be great. Um, so when you do your shows, what's your thought process? We'll end with that. Well, first, I always go by myself. I seclude myself and I go mm-hmm. pray for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's before anything. Like, I've hosted shows, too. I've done comedy shows. And before any time I ever get on stage, I do that because I feel like that's just necessary because, you know, mm-hmm. ultimately you put me in that position to be on that stage. So yeah. it's like, you know, you got to give thanks and you got to make sure you acknowledge them. Uh, because, is it, like I said, I've always tell people this, too. Like, they be like, oh, Drew, you nice, man. You nice with the pen. I'm like, bro, this is not me, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is not just me. Well, yeah. What I mean, like, it's not just me writing this. Like, yeah. I'm getting this creativity from from the source. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The source yeah. of my creativity is higher than what you can even fathom. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And we all share that same source. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, Father God. So, you know what I mean? That's exactly where I get my inspiration from. Yeah. And another thing, too, with, um, with the whole hip-hop thing, you know what I'm saying? Why I make the music, why I make my music the way that I make it, because a lot of people hear it and they be like, oh, you just trying to preach to me or oh, who do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, who do you think you are? You know, you just bringing God into it. And it's like because everybody's used to like talking about their pain, you know what I'm saying? Their pain mm-hmm. or like their um, in the tribulations. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? They want they want to speak on their because that's what sells nowadays. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Everybody talks about their pain or their struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, you know, that's what sells. Mm-hmm. And instead, like, I kind of want to make my music to where it's like, okay, I've been through pain, yes, mm-hmm. but I still see a brighter side to the pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still see the brighter side. I want to show you at the end of the road. I don't want to show, you know, I ain't going to say yeah. that I won't ever make music that'll explain, you know, that talks about my pain or anything, yeah. but it's not like I'm going to harp on it either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to 
I'm going to tell you, yeah, I went through that. It was painful, but I got out of it. And why? Yeah. Why I got out of it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There is a lot of hurt music out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most, I mean, we look, grew up heart music. Now it's like hurt music. Yeah, most hip, uh, to yeah. be honest with you, most hip hop is, hurt, you know, actual, you know, hip hop, worldly hip hop is hurt. Like they're yeah. just talking about their hurt and they pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like, I don't, I'm not knocking it at all. Like, Understand, Cause yeah. I understand it, you know. I understand it, you mm-hmm. know. So like, it's like, okay, I I get you, you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah. at the, it comes a point where it's like we got, you know. Are you ever happy? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like you know, it's like man, it's like yeah. Don't you find happiness in even making music? You know what I mean? Like, but I think to give but a I little it, insight, I think when you're in the world, right? I think all of us who are Christians, we bottomed out because we're like, man, listen, I've tried everything. Maybe I need to try the Lord because what I'm in right now is not bringing me yeah. uh, the happiness that I want. And it's like I have this internal itch that I can't quite scratch. Mm-hmm. And then when you turn to God and give your life to Jesus Christ, then all of a sudden um, you have joy. Uh, and that that's not happiness, right? Because happiness is emotion. It's whatever you have yeah. in front of me that makes me feel away. But joy is like count it all joy, no matter what's coming my way. I still yeah, have joy. Was, like you can't shake or fake joy. Because things are still gonna happen to you. Definitely. That's what people don't. You know, yeah. some people don't realize that. People think you know. Some people. I'm not saying everybody, but it's it's a, it's people out there who think like, oh, if I give my life to God and I'm a Christian, that nothing bad is ever gonna happen to yeah. me ever again, or like. Oh, I'm going to be good for the it's rest of my life. People. Yeah, oh yeah. That was yeah. Like, it gets worse. You know? I ain't saying it like that in a bad way, but I'm saying no, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's it's supposed it's supposed to because you're supposed to. It's it's like you're trying to see who you're gonna lean on. Are you gonna lean on your understanding or your ways of how you gonna get out of things? Or are you gonna lean on God? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna lean on Him and you gonna, you know, be faithful? Yeah, and understand that he he's got you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's at the end of the day, he's got you. Cause I know when I was homeless and going through all of that, there was times I was like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this, but I just know, Father God, that you gonna help me. Yeah, I know you are. I I know it because I believe I believe that you have that power. I believe that you have the ultimate power to help me through anything. Yeah. So it's like I'm not even finna try to figure it out. <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> so and then as soon as I stopped trying to figure it out, that's when things started falling into place yeah. and everything yeah. started getting better. So I was just like, "Yeah, you know, there ain't no problem." I can't know? think of the artist that said it. it's a very popular song. He said, "As soon as I stop worrying, that's when things start happening." Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. um, I love that. I've enjoyed myself with this interview. I've learned some things that I didn't know coming into the room with you. And I'm excited to see what you're going to bring to the table mm-hmm. uh, for the Unity concert. Man, it's Jeremy, and I'm just I'm just here. And I was just wanting to interview Arrow Jew, who was a part of the show. Yeah. So thank you for giving me this honor and giving me this time, man. And, uh, and we're looking forward to what's going to happen next. Uh, yeah, of course, man. No problem. And I'm definitely very excited for February 20th. 5 p.m. Doors open at 4.30 at Crossroads Church. It's a beautiful church, by the way, too. So, you know, I'm very excited to, you know, you know, bring what bring what needs to be brought, you know. Yes, sir. Be, yes, sir. You know. So All right. Eroju and Jeremy, a.k.a. Emissary, back in the day, adjacent, signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Peace. My thanks go out to Aerojew for taking his time to share his personal story and his music with us for today's episode. 
thank you also to local pastor, Jeremy Taylor. Now, I hope that you'll join us here at Crossroads on February 20th at 5 p.m. for the Unity Concert. It will feature Aeroju, George Dean and G4, Marcellus Barnes, and the Crossroads worship team. And I pray that your time with us today has helped to inform and inspire you, that it's built your faith, and that you are more ready than ever to go and live in love like Jesus.